Hi, I'm Luann Mitchley from Tell Your Story Videos, and this is Shop Talk. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Wendy Armbruster. She is the founder of Snuggabelle, and she's the creator of the award-winning Pumpies Hands-Free Pumping Bra. Wendy, I am so looking forward to speaking with you. Wendy, how did you become the creator of the award-winning Pumpies uh, Hands-Free Pumping Bra? Um, why did you create it, and, and why is it different? Well, I always say I'm a fashion designer that had a baby and my two worlds collided. So I went to Kwantlen Polytechnic University for the fashion design and technology program in, and I graduated the first time in 1995 with just the, at the time they just had a two-year diploma and uh, ended up going into business with a, another grad and did all that and, and freelanced for a while as a pattern maker for the apparel industry here in Vancouver and then I married, I got married and had a baby and I was sitting on, and when I was pregnant, a good friend of mine said, are you going to pump? And I'm like, why would I need to pump? I'm going to sit on the couch and breastfeed. Um, however, at the time I was working uh, job sharing at uh, Talus, BC Tell Talus and freelancing, like I mentioned, and I needed to keep my clients happy. So in the evening I would need to work for a couple of hours and and the work that I did was, uh, it was grading, which is the sizing of the pattern. So my client would give me a size eight, I'd make a 10 and a 12 and a six and a four. And it's very math heavy. And it's not something that you can just pick up and, and for five minutes and put down. So I needed a, a block of time to uh, work. And so I would pump, I decided I was gonna pump, which didn't even just, it was just often, it was just once or twice a day. Um, not like some of these mums that are pumping like six, eight, 10 times a day, which is, I'm like, I bow to them because they're so dedicated. Um, it, but it was still uh, time consuming. I had, uh, I developed carpal tunnel after I had my children. So my hands would go numb very quickly after I started holding the, the flanges to my breasts. And um, my letdown was really slow. So it was like a 35, 40 minute ordeal. And it wasn't long after that first one or two pumping sessions that I was like, there's gotta be something that'll hold this for me. So I got online and I searched for pump hands-free or hands-free pumping or something like that. And I found a couple of products that after reading reviews and looking at the price and the design, I wasn't very impressed by them. Um, they were also super expensive and really ugly. So I went into my sewing room, grabbed some scraps and kind of mocked something up that I I used for both kids. I have to still have it. It's but ugly, but the, the function is there. And, and the main thing that I focused on uh, was to make sure that the flange openings were stretchy because other brands, you had to disassemble the flange from the bottle and stick it in from the inside. And there's a potential to spill milk and it's just inconvenient. Um, so my, that's the focus of my U S and Canadian patent is the flange openings. They're stretchy and they accommodate every breast pump on the market. So, um, so again, I was just using this thing that I mocked up and with safety pins, holding it together in the front. And a friend of mine said, well, why don't you bring that to market? And I'm like, okay, well, I have this service-based business doing pattern making and grading for the industry here in Vancouver. And, you know, this is a, pro this is a product-based business. I'll, I'll just build a website and have some passive income <laughs> because, you know, a service-based business is capped by how many hours you have in the day. And uh, very naively, I thought that. And so I did that and it completely took over and I, I did run both of them for a while. And then I hired someone to help me run the pattern making for a while. And then I just shut it down.
why we're different is um, a few reasons. I already mentioned the flange openings. Um, uh, I also, when I came time to pick fabric, uh, all the ones on the market were white. <clears throat> Excuse me. They were just plain white, very clinical looking, very boring, breast milk stains. Um, and I just, I, it was like a no brainer. Why would I make it white? Like, ew. So I got pretty prints and, um, decided to make it a little bit fun and yes, pumping isn't fun, but the postpartum period is one of the most unglamorous times in a woman's life. It's, you know, you're not getting enough sleep. You're, you haven't had time to wash your hair in three days or have a shower. You're, you're sleep deprived and why not? have something that makes you feel a little bit more uh, like a woman. Um, in fact, the U.S. lingerie industry is worth $9.6 billion. And that's an old stat, like from about four or five years ago. And 80% of those pay purchases are made by women. So we don't care that you can see us in our pretty little lingerie or our pretty little pumping bra. It's about us and making ourselves feel good. So, and, and then another, and then some other things came to light after I started using the prints. Um, Dr. Sears, I read an article by Dr. Sears. Um, one of our most popular prints is the black with the white polka dots and the black and white contrast is actually good for baby's development, uh, visual development. So you can breastfeed on one side and pump on the other. So if the baby's breastfeeding right in that, you can latch the baby through the flange opening because the fabric is so soft. Um, they're, they're, it's actually, uh, stimulating their vision. I, I love that entrepreneurial spirit, uh, right from the beginning of, uh, you know, filling a need and a gap in the market and, um, and then, then it just taking off, um, tell me more about that fourth trimester. You mentioned it a little bit. Um, why, why do you think it's important to acknowledge the fourth trimester, you don't hear about it too, too much these days. It's like, you there's a lot of talk about the, the first three trimesters, of course, but tell us, tell me more about the fourth trimester and why, why that's important. The fourth, uh, the phrase fourth trimester is, is just coming into, into the lay person's uh, arena. Um, it's, it's mostly a, a, a term that's used in the lactation and, and uh, medical world. So it's the first three months after baby arrives and it, it's just starting to be more used amongst consumers. And um, so, you know, there's so much focus on the mom when she's pregnant and the whole maternity clothing and getting ready for babies to arrive. And then you have your baby and you bring it home and you're like, okay, now what? Now what? And there's no support. There's, well, there's often no support. Um, you know, some women do get postpartum doulas and, and they have family around, but there's a lot of women that don't have any support whatsoever. They don't know what they're doing. Um, and it's, it's a really important time. Uh, it, it, women often feel lost. Um, sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> We're here to help moms through that first three months and beyond and uh, help them feel a little bit more like themselves. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, what, what are some scenarios where a mom would decide to pump? What, 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 uh, what are the reasons for pumping? Oh, there's so many reasons that you might want to pump. Um, down the States, they have zero weeks paid leave. It's the worst maternity leave in the world. So unless you have an employer that lets you save a vacation or whatever, you, um, you have no maternity leave. So 
so uh, so moms are going back to work and they're and they're pumping at work multiple times a day. If they have a pumpies, they can pump while they're getting ready for work in the bathroom. They can pump on their way to work in the car. They can pump multiple times of a day at work, etc. Um, some babies are born with cleft palates and aren't able to latch. So if you want to, if the baby's going to have surgery to correct the cleft palate, you need to keep your supply up. So you're going to need to pump in the meantime. Um, if you want to, if you have to travel for your job and leave your baby or have surgery or something, and there's going to be a lapse in breastfeeding, you need to keep um, the, you know, it's all supply and demand with, with milk production. Uh, the act of, uh, the act of emptying your breast is actually what makes your body make more milk. So that's why you want to, um, empty your breasts to signal your body to make more milk and actually pumping both breasts at the same time actually increases your supply as well. Not just because you're pumping two instead of one, but your, your body actually makes more milk when both breasts are being stimulated at the same time. Um, we had this client down in Australia who had a J cup breasts and she wasn't able to double pump at all because she was holding her breast up with one hand and holding the flange on with the other. So although our product couldn't, uh, she wasn't entirely hands-free, she was able to pump both breasts at the same time and still ha have her hands on a little bit. And that was way better for her supply. Um, you know, some women who are adopting, opt to induce lactation so that they can, if they're opt, uh, um, adopting an infant and they, so they can breastfeed their baby. So you can induce lactation with a pump. Um, some moms pump because they have a blocked milk duct. Um, like me, some moms pump because they need to leave their baby with a caregiver for a couple of hours or, or, um, uh, the, the, yeah, the, it goes on and on and on. How, there's many, many reasons to pump. Yeah, certainly. That's an interesting one with the inducing lactation. I, I have never heard of that. That's yeah. amazing. They actually, uh, I think some, a man actually did it too. Cause men, men have mammary glands too. They just don't have as many as we do. And some, as some, a man was able to produce milk. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> They should do, we should get them to do that a lot more, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if that's a thing, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, where, where are you selling your bra, Wendy? And, and what are clients uh, telling you about how you're helping them? And you just, you just gave an, uh, a circumstance of, of one of your clients, but what are they, what are they saying about your bra? Oh, they say lots of stuff about our bras. Um, when I'm having a, a, a crappy day, I go read our, our reviews because uh, I just, it warms my heart to hear about how many women we've helped. Um, there was a mom who uh, had, her baby had a cleft palate and, uh, and it, she wrote into us and thanked us for our product because she was able to breastfeed her son for 15 months, which was her goal. Um, there's, there's moms who write in and say that, Oh my God, I, I, where were you when I had uh, my first, my first child, I buy this for every person I know who's having a baby. Um, there's moms that uh, buy two or three, you know, one kind of like your sheets, right? One in the wash, one at, one at work and one at home. Um, they love the prints. Um, they think they, they, you know, one, one mom said, oh, she might use it after she's finished pumping, you know, with her husband, because <laughs> it's kind of sexy. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, they say all sorts of amazing things. Uh, you know, we've had um, doctors and lawyers and, and people from all walks of life uh, talk about how it's helped them. And, and, and honestly, it just warms my heart to, to help these mums achieve their breastfeeding goals. Oh, I bet. Um, tell me, tell me a little bit about something you created, uh, the World Breast Pumping Day, and you created that in 2017. Um, why, why is this an important day to reflect upon or to highlight? Um, yeah, so there's a couple, there's a, there's World Breastfeeding Week, which is the first week of August, August 1st to 7th every year, and it's a global event. And then there's World Breastfeeding, National Breastfeeding Month, which is the whole month of August. So there's all these events about breastfeeding. And unfortunately, some uh, people don't consider pumping breastfeeding. I mean, it's not directly breastfeeding, but you're still feeding your baby breast milk. So these bumps sometimes don't feel included in those events. You know, some moms actually choose to pump exclusively. And again, there's, there's a lot of nastiness on the internet sometimes. And, um, so, so it came to me, uh, you know, that there should be a day for moms that pump. I mean, honestly, it's twice as much work. You, you don't just, you breastfeed your kid. That's done. You're just, but you, with pumping, you got to pump and then you have to feed her, feed her or him. Like it's twice as much work. Um, so we chose January 27th cause that was the first day that I took the product public and uh, way back in whenever that was 2008, I think. And, uh, and last, uh, the last in January of this year, we, I think we had 99 countries um, participate. So of course with COVID, there is no, there's quite a few in-person events for world breastfeeding week and stuff like that all over the world, especially in the U S. Um, so we've always just been digital, but you know, it worked fine as we slid into COVID and, and um and yeah, we were really excited to celebrate all these moms that are doing all this work, all this extra work to provide their babies with breast milk. And, and you're selling your bras uh, online or where, where can someone find your bras? We do have um, a spattering of retailers um, in the US and in Canada, um, probably, probably a little more than a spattering. Uh, we sell on Amazon, of course, because uh, that's where the current generation likes to shop. And we have about half a dozen or so overseas distributors. Um, and of course, snugglebell.com, our Shopify site is uh, a great place to shop as well. well. How else do you support your, your clients, uh, your Snugglebell clients? Well, we're always around to, to answer questions uh, on social media. We're active on Instagram and Facebook mostly. And of course, uh, customer care at snugglebell.com will get you a quick answer. We also just uh, uh, started our live chat on our, on our website and we're having lots of fun with that, connecting with customers there. Um, so yeah, we're here to help. We always wanna help you get your perfect fit uh, so that you can get the right size the first time because usually you know, when a mom orders a pumping bra, she wants it pretty, pretty quickly. And, uh, so that's how we support, uh, we're, we're very customer service focused. I used to work in customer service for about 15 years. So I really do believe that in word of mouth and, um, making sure that customer is happy. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much, Wendy, for taking some time out of your busy day and um, telling us more about uh, this incredible um, engineering, really, <laughs> in the Pumpy's uh, hands-free bra. Thank you so much and all the best to you and your company. Thank you so much. I was. It was really fun talking to you. Thank you.